you turn in your Bibles to John chapter 11, uh, I've prevailed upon Glenn to give the message that he gave in that cathedral in Sydney on Easter Day to give it to us. The average English cathedral sermon at Easter or at Christmas, and they're virtually interchangeable, has been rather unkindly caricatured as life would be happier if people were nice to each other. This is a gospel message and a message about Christ and his life. And so we're going to pick up the story of Lazarus in John chapter 11, beginning at verse 17. Lazarus has already fallen sick. Jesus was told. Jesus has delayed. Meanwhile, Lazarus has died. And days later, Jesus arrives. John chapter 11, verse 17. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she told him. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who was to come into the world. And after she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher's here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now, Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house, comforting her, noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. Then Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping. He was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, couldn't he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Jesus once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there's a bad odor. He's been there four days. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. 
I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes, let him go. spring was gone. The family had gathered together with friends and relatives for the funeral of Lazarus. Funerals often gather large numbers of people in the first century as in the 21st century. But when a young man dies, more people come, more questions are asked. Why did he die at such a young age? But for this particular funeral, there was a greater poignancy for Martha and for Mary. Martha, Mary and their brother Lazarus were friends of Jesus. Indeed, at the beginning of this episode, the beginning of the chapter, John the evangelist described Jesus as one who loved Lazarus. And that's why it's curious when word came to Jesus that Lazarus was sick. Jesus is beyond the Jordan, actually in another Bethany where John the Baptist had been baptizing. It would be a day or two's journey from there to the Bethany outside Jerusalem. Word had come that Jesus, to tell Jesus that Lazarus was sick. And then Lazarus, uh, sorry, and then Jesus decides to stay two more days beyond the Jordan. No doubt the messenger came back and told Mary and Martha, somewhat disappointed, expecting to have brought Jesus with him and then to do his wonderful, miraculous healing, which they'd seen so many times before. sadness of the messenger. Can you hear it? He wouldn't come. He's going to stay a couple more days. Mary and Martha, anguish in their soul. Then died Lazarus, who died without that healing touch of Jesus. They didn't understand God's purposes They hadn't heard the words of Jesus, this is for the glory of God, that God's Son might be glorified. 
deliberately stayed two days to wait until Lazarus had died so his dad could come and do a great miracle. So often in our lives we meet with disappointment, wish that God had done this at this particular time, and then only after the event do we see God's wonderful hand at work in our lives, even through those troughs of despair, of anguish and desperation. It was a sad funeral. Four days later, Jesus comes at last. Martha goes to greet him, and the first thing she says is, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. She knows that Jesus is full of potential, full of promise. And there's a sadness in her voice, although there's also an anticipation that, well, you're here now, and I know that God will grant you whatever you ask. Not quite knowing what to ask for, but she makes that statement. And then Jesus says this in response, your brother will rise again. Well, Martha's been to Sabbath school. She won the prize in year six, and she knows her Old Testament theology. Oh, I know my brother will rise at the last day. I know Daniel 12. I know about resurrection in the Old Testament. I know it's there. Look, I, I can tick that box. Yes. He'll rise the last day. No, Martha. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live though they die. And whoever believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? And Martha then gives that response of faith yes Lord I believe that you are the Christ the son of God who has come into the world Martha then goes off to get Mary keen for Mary to come and meet the master and to see him and Mary comes and says exactly the same words Lord if you had been here brother would not have died. She too knew Jesus' power, but she was overcome by grief, and Jesus saw her weeping, along with the Jews who were weeping with her, and he was deeply moved and troubled. Where have you laid him? Come, Lord, see. And Jesus shortest verse in the Bible, so poignant, so intense, such an indicator of Jesus' humanity, of his identifying with us in our mortality, of knowing our grief, our anguish, our sadness, and our despair. Jesus knows our Jesus knows your troubles more certainly than you know them yourself. 
Jesus loved as he loves us. As he loved Mary and Martha, he loved them. There are others there, of course, at the tomb. Could not he who opened the eyes of blind people not heal Lazarus? They mock him. Their skepticism is rampant. Jesus says something which really blows you away. He says, open the tomb. Roll away the stone. Mary and Martha are standing there aghast. They know what death is like. They know decay and the putrefaction of the flesh. Lord, He's been dead four days. There'll be a stench. Any sister growing up with a brother knows what a brother smells like in life. (laughs) I had two older sisters. I'll never forget my 13th birthday present. (laughs) Deodorant. But this is a way of saying he's dead. He's not in a swoon. He's not in a coma. He's very well and truly dead. The body has decayed. Despite all the spices they may have used to prevent the aroma of death. We can't have the stench coming out of the open air. But they believe. Without knowing what Jesus is going to do. And so the stone is rolled away and then Jesus says simply, powerfully, surprisingly, Lazarus, come out. If anyone else had said those words, what would have happened? What if Mary had said, Lazarus, come out, or Martha, or one of the disciples absolutely nothing but when Jesus speaks his words are life giving they create life from death they vivify they resurrect and John uses this story to speak of the resurrection of of our spirits when we first hear Jesus, our coming from death to life. We who were dead in trespasses and our sins, as the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians, which you're studying, you he made alive. In chapter 5 of John's Gospel, the time is coming and now is when all who are in their tombs will hear the voice of the Son of God. reference is to coming alive now. A transformation from death to life. But notice that Jesus, when he says, come forth, Lazarus. One of the commentators said, it's just as well they went to now the dead people called Lazarus just nearby, otherwise there'd be a whole host coming forth. But 
when he says come forth, he invites Lazarus to do something. Notice that Jesus doesn't go in, say a prayer and carry him out. Here he is, back from the dead. No, Lazarus has to do something. When you hear the word of the gospel, you have to do something. You have to exercise faith. But Jesus wants an irresistible irresistible grace has overwhelmed Lazarus. Can you imagine for a moment Lazarus waking up in the tomb, hearing Jesus' voice come, come forth, and he lies there and thinks, oh, that's not too bad here. The walls could do a bit of decorating. It's a little bit damp, but you know, I've been here for four days. I could probably stay a bit longer. He sees the decay all around him. He sees the darkness of death and the light has shone from outside and he moves towards Jesus. He comes out. Does he come out and say, well, look at me. Not a bad party trick, eh? After four days, here I am alive again. No. In fact, there are no recorded words of Lazarus because the attention's not on Lazarus. The miracle is not Lazarus walking out. The miracle is a dead man has come alive. John actually emphasizes this in the narrative. Martha, the sister of the dead man, just to make sure you know, it's the dead man. And then he says, and the dead man walked out. That really is a, uh, a contradiction in terms, isn't it? The dead man walked out. Well, he who was dead is now alive and coming out before us all Unbind him and let him go. It would be a few short weeks before Jesus himself would walk out of the tomb. Angels would roll the stone away. But his resurrection was different from Lazarus's. Lazarus would be raised to life back into this world, back into mortality, back into decay and death. But when Jesus was raised from the dead, he defeated death. He drank damnation dry. For he lived the life that neither you nor I could live. And he dies the death that you and I deserve. He defeats Satan and that old enemy, death. He is raised to life, never to die again. Death has no longer hold upon him. And from that resurrection glory, he invites everyone to join him in that resurrection, in that new heavens and new earth, from that last day when all God's people, from old covenant and new covenant, would stand before the throne and sing Alleluia to the Lamb.
Lazarus was yet to see that. And when he saw it with Mary and Martha, he knew what it was like to be dead and to come alive. I've often wondered what it would be like to have attended Lazarus' second funeral. It would have taken place after Jesus was raised from the dead. I don't know whether Bethany Funeral Service gave a discount the second time round. Uh, it was a bit of a pain for the family to have to do it twice, but I imagine that would have receded into the background that the joy of that funeral could not be contained. For those who had been to funeral number one and now to come to funeral number two and to say, we know what's going to happen. <laughs> We've seen the dress rehearsal. We've seen this man come alive back into this world and now we know he won't come back to this world. In fact, we don't even want to pray for him to be raised back into this world, but to thank God for Jesus who by his life, death and resurrection has saved Lazarus forever. He is now with the Lord in glory and his body will be raised when Jesus returns with all those who have died in faith to join with, with those who are left on earth when Jesus returns into the new heavens and the new earth. So what will people say at your funeral? There'll be sadness at your burial. There'll be eulogies about good things, hopefully, mostly, maybe. But will the essence of your funeral be the joy of being in Christ? The mercy that God has shown for you. The salvation that is yours, not for anything that you have done or achieved or gained, but because you put your life into the hands of him who alone can save. Whoever believes in me shall live even though they die. And whoever believes in me shall never die. But have eternal life.